Thanks for clicking. You tuned in to time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, is a man who likes to run with the wolves. Tommy Crenshaw, how you doing, Tommy? Yeah, the, the, uh, the wolves are great to run with. Uh, they make you faster. You, uh, some people like to dance with them. Uh, you know, Kevin Costner started that whole movement where everyone started dancing with wolves, and people like forgot their apex predators, and a few grannies, you know, got their wigs chewed off and they got mauled. And then everyone said, why are you dancing with wolves? Have you seen the movie? The guy's not even dancing with wolves. Like, uh, and so, yeah, I think it's, you've got to be appropriate what you can do with a wolf. Uh, uh, you can drive him around in a minivan, but you got to have a bunch of mirrors because the whole time he's looking at you like you were a snack. Uh, you, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, what you do, kind of, it was kind of a weird answer, but I, yeah, I got you. But, well, hey, hey, hey. We also have a man who likes to go out and tame wild, wild horses. And that's Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I got a, I got a herd, uh, the other day. Uh, you know, and they were a little, they were, they were bucking and, and, and getting a little crazy. But, uh, you know, I just said, I just said those three magic words that every, uh, wild horse tamer knows. And, and then they all just laid down peacefully. Uh, you know, the words can't be spoken, uh, however, because if you do say them, all the horses, uh, in the world, uh, will all lay down at the same time. And then there's a lot of people depending on horses uh, still to this day. So uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to ruin commerce uh, around the around the globe uh, by saying the three magic words. Uh, but just know, uh, only one man has them, and, and that's uh, that's me, Anthony North. Oh, Anthony, with his gypsy magic. Uh, wait, can you say gypsy, uh, anymore? Uh, no, oh, no, okay, you, okay. Yeah, I, I apologize right. to all the descendants of the Romanian people that have been that, referred no, to. Romanian, it was Romanian, Romani. Romani people. There, I, I do apologize. I do not mean to, uh, 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 offend you with such words, but this, this man here, Anthony North, has some of your Romani secrets. And, uh, you, you know who else has the Romani secrets? I do believe was Ola. Uh, 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 South Carolina, Obama. Uh, 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 he he pulled some some magical secrets. He oh, over Tennessee. Oh, I mean, sixty three to thirty eight. South Carolina beat number five Tennessee. And yo, know, all I want to say, all I want to say is that was not Spencer Rattler out there. Somebody used one of those Mission Impossible digital face mask. And they, they, somebody brought in Patrick Mahomes to do it. I think this is a conspiracy because Spencer Rattler's only had like four good games his entire college career. And every time I think they brought in Patrick Mahomes to do it, uh, it it's a conspiracy is what I'm saying. What, what, what do you fellas think? I don't know what you got against Spencer Rattler. I mean, this guy, this guy balled out. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, doubting, you know, how great he could be. However, you know, he always seems to play kind of crappy in, in big games. But, uh, you know, despite, uh, the history, uh, that, that you've called out, uh, this guy showed up yesterday. Uh, I don't, I don't know what Tennessee's defense was expecting, but Spencer Rattler was not it. Uh, they, they I mean, six touchdown passes, uh, you know, set in like school records. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I thought Tennessee was a little better than. I mean, they were. They were number five in the country. Uh, and actually, uh, since the Associated Press started, 
uh, a number five team in the country has never given up this many points to an unranked team. Uh, you got to go back like 90 years. Uh, it's a, it's historic what Tennessee is doing these days. Yeah, I, I think that's very disrespectful to, uh, to, to say that these guys like were not expected to do this. You got guys like Juice Wells and Brooks. With names like that, you've got a lot of fluid on that team, and that's important to win games, especially when you're playing against a guy like Squirrel Wright, uh, who's a receiver for Tennessee. I don't know if all these squirrels are all over the, the, the Division One. There's a bunch of squirrels, but Baylor's got a squirrel. Here's a squirrel. There's a squirrel. Where's a squirrel? But uh, there's um, the, the also uh, the Tonka Hemingway, uh, the, the defensive tackle for South Carolina, making his presence known. Tonka Truck, or the, the or or the Big Ernest, like they call him, uh, was was going at it. He's got like five nicknames, like every other athlete does. Uh, just he didn't pick an animal name. Uh, so uh, yeah, but but Rattler put up four hundred thirty passing yards. Just echoing that you guys saying had a great game, and uh, I think Tennessee uh, just gets winded too easy. And uh, when you got a guy made of glass, uh, I think Hooker had a great half. He's just not built for longevity. And that's what, what's going on with a lot of teams. You're starting to see, I think that, uh, I think D1's got to add about four or five more games to the season. And I think because it needs to be about longevity. Because all these guys, these teams, you're getting ranked way too early. And now if you start to see everybody starts to slide, rankings are not going to start coming out till like October and November. Get out of this garbage about ranking uh, early. And uh, yeah, so uh, that, that, that's my take on that game. Yeah, I mean Tennessee won the national championship. Everybody saw it. Uh, you know, uh, you know they they beat Alabama and they took the goalposts down to the river, uh, and the season was over. Uh, so Tennessee, I uh, hope you're happy. Enjoy your national championship. Uh, you know, put it up in the rafters and always remember the the glory uh, when the when the stadium erupted and you carried parts of it out to a river because that was the end of the season for you. They should have, somebody should have brought, found, dug up that uh, scuba diving and got their goalpost and brought it to South Carolina when the lights went out when they scored, which is a smart thing to do because when your players are celebrating, last thing you want to do is uh, give them the ability to see when they're jumping around and dancing. Uh, yeah, but when the lights go out, you're bringing goalposts in and say, here you go, pals, uh, you can have this back. And then there's like a goalpost in the middle of the field. They don't know what to do about it, but the game's already over because the fireworks have run out. Hey, 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 I know a team that probably needed some fireworks, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, to go off because, you know, everybody in the, in the stadium was probably going wild. And that's the Vanderbilt Commodores beating Florida. It, 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 uh, nobody saw this one coming. I mean, nobody in a million years saw this one coming. I mean, even Vandy probably didn't see this coming, but it, uh, it made no sense. It made absolutely no sense. Uh, I mean, they both had two turnovers and whatnot, but you know, uh, but I don't know. Uh, they, when Vandy got the lead, they never go back. They got that punt fumble that, that rolled in the end zone. They got a touchdown and just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're all over the place. What do you got to think about the, the Vandy Florida game? 
I'll tell you what, Vandy's on an SEC winning streak. Uh, so t- talk about things I didn't expect to happen. Uh, Vandy rolling through the SEC schedule was not one of them. Uh, and they're rolling through Tennessee next week. Uh, and that's going to be without the hooker. Uh, so you got, you got no hooker and you got no chance, uh, Tennessee. Uh, Vandy, uh, showed Florida what they're all about. And that's, that's giving up 400 yards to Anthony Richardson, but winning the game. That's what Vandy's all about. So you can have your fancy stats and your, and your big name. Uh, but Vandy football is coming out with a W. The Commodores commanded the, the, the Gators to lay down. And that's what they did. Yo, hey, that's, that's hey, what a true up, Commodore look, does. I mean, you know, exactly. Vandy's living up to their name. Uh, you know, everybody knows a Commodore dominates a Gator. Uh, Gator's like, uh, it's barely even a land creature, uh, you know, and you expect them to walk all the way up to the palace of the Commodore, uh, and survive. There's not a chance in hell. I mean, I know they won eight of the last nine games, but, uh, <laughs> it's over. Uh, Gators, Gators uh, apparently hired the wrong coach. Everybody should have known Clark Lee was the man for this job. Uh, exactly. Exactly. And Billy Napier can't handle the pressure uh, of Gainesville. I don't know. What do you think, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. You expect the Commodores to obviously always win when they're playing on the night shift. Uh, but this one kind of, I guess, through, uh, through a squirrel. Well, there were no squirrels in this game. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was trying to make a clever reference there. Uh, the, uh, Marvin, Marvin. Uh, the, okay, so I just, I like good music. I'm sorry. You guys don't know a Commodore songs when you hear one. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, I don't, I ain't got much, much yeah, more. That's to say what I like the reference. Uh, yeah. you know, he was probably one of the 30,000 people who showed up to this thing. So that's, uh, that's something to remember because when all the Vandy fans go and tell you they were there, they were there the year Vandy knocked Florida off. Uh, they're lying. I mean, they had yeah. thirty. They had thirty thousand people show up to this game. So, uh, Vandy still got a little work to do, apparently, to prove to people that they're, uh, uh, you know, a formidable opponent and that they're worth going to see. Uh, but you know, Nashville's got a lot more than thirty thousand people there, so it's it's kind of a shame. I don't know. People need to respect Vandy. Yeah, no, I thought there's probably a lot of those Florida fans, uh, or people that are just stumbled into the game from a bar. Or something like that. I mean, there's a, that's a problem that uh, I don't know, try to segue. You don't have to talk about this game that much, but outside from the attendance, school, Louisville put on a great show against uh, NC State, and nobody's there to see it. And you can't say, okay, in Louisville, it's cold, uh, because Nebraska fans showed up to see their team uh, get uh, trampled on the 12 unanswered points in, in the fourth quarter. And the other team is trying to, trying to get a two point conversion. They're desperate. And you realize that even the Nebraska players are like, come on, guys, you're going to beat us anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you, you saw Piscataway, New Jersey. They showed up at like in brute force to go and watch their team. Uh, God bless them. Uh, lose. Uh, just get crushed by Penn State. They're like, oh, we're going to play Penn State. We're going to lose, but we're going to stay out in the cold because we're Jersey and we like football. So uh, so to those hey, teams, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, yo, uh, I'll tell you one thing, Tommy. You know yeah. who didn't show up? Up there in College Station. You know who did show up? Uh, the Texas uh, A&M Aggie fans did yeah, not yeah. show Where up. Where was the 12 men yesterday? I counted 12 fans total. I guess they got their um, uh, numbers mixed up or something. They were like, yeah, we're only letting 12 people in for this game, but uh, we're going to claim 90,000 uh, tickets sold because that's how things work down here. Uh, j- just like Jimbo Fisher just counting them dollars, uh, but not yards or points uh, because, look, A&M, 
A&M hung 20 on UMass Minutemen. This is the same UMass Minutemen that have won only one game all year against Stony Brook. Uh, this is a team who got demolished by a schedule of third-tier football teams. They come down to College Station. 12 people show up to watch the game, and Jimbo Fisher manages to score less than three touchdowns. Uh, this is remarkable. It's just remarkable what Jimbo Fisher has created. Uh, he's created a, a situation where no one comes to the game, and you struggle with four turnovers against the UMass Minutemen, yeah. setting, setting football back uh, to like the 1930s. Yeah, and they would have lost that game, but you saw what uh, they did they, they did to those guys at the end zone before the game. The UMass guys are praying before the game, praying that they don't get their, uh, their uh, ankles broken, uh, torn ACLs, and then somebody starts blasting them with smoke because that's the only way you're going to have a competitive advantage over UMass is by blast. Get out of here with this garbage. You deserve to be in the pile. Uh, if that's how you're going to treat uh, when UMass, you're afraid that they're going to win the game. I mean, I mean, you know, I I think the only teams that really fear UMass is like, you know, like uh, San who maybe San Jose Stony, State, Stony Brook, Stony Brook, yeah. you know, may, maybe Rice, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe Creighton, uh, Houston yeah. or somebody. Yeah. I mean, Colgate. Uh, uh, but I mean, yeah. uh, even even a team that look that looks down on on, on uh, UMass like Hawaii, even they got they got a win. Yo, know, they yeah. got win. Yo, know, yo, know, Hawaii guess, beat UNLV. Yeah, uh, they beat yo, know, yo, know, they beat UNLV, and you gotta give a shout out to 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 Hawaii that because that, that's a team that that's a school that's been decimated. And, uh, UMass has not been decimated; they just are horrible. See, and there's a big difference there. You know, a big difference between uh, your whole program got got screwed over by one dude, and you just hope. Program is just screwed from being your program. That's the that's the difference between the two things there, and, and people just don't understand that. And I you, it, it, I, I give it to Hawaii. They won. Yeah. Well, big big thumbs up. Hawaii deserves a lot of credit. All right, that team's come back, like you were saying, from the depths uh, of, of you don't want to go there. And, and the fact is they lost to Michigan and Vandy this year by a combined score of something like 119 to 20. Uh, and this is a team that can come back from losing games by practically 100 points uh, and get in wins. I mean, that's something you got to be super proud of as a Hawaii uh, a Rainbow Warrior. Uh, Rainbow Warriors are, uh, are the next big thing. Uh, you know, I think Hawaii on the upswing. Uh, UNLV is going to be losing a lot of games uh, to this great football program. So uh, I, I think Hawaii could be competing. When we get to the 12-team playoff, anything can happen. Uh, you know, I see like a Hawaii, Ohio State, like playing a game down in the, uh, you know, women's soccer field in Honolulu uh, in front of 1,200 people. I, I, I would yeah. say that this would be this would be where I would love football to go. Hey, I couldn't have said better myself on that one. That'd be an excellent game, excellent game. I mean, it, 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 I mean, you get down there in the, the nice, the nice. Uh, you're not up in Ohio State where it's all cold and freezing. You know, you know but you, you're down in Honolulu where it's all nice and warm. And you know, you know me, I like, I like to be nice and warm. I don't like that. You know, I don't like that all that cold. And you know, that's why, that's why I don't, you know, go up to the big house to watch any games because you know, you know, usually it's cold. And I'm not a big fan of that. And yo, uh, speaking of like you know, going up to like the big house, the big house barely won. Uh, old Michigan barely won, uh, but they 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 won by a field goal. 
you know, I mean, you know, last second field goal, basically, you know, uh, and, and, and them and TCU had that in common. It all came down to the field goal. And, and, yeah. and I don't know. What do you think about those two? TCU and Michigan? No, uh, number three. I mean, if, you me, look, if you ask me, the goal. refs were in it. I mean, refs have been on Michigan's side all year, allowing them to, uh, you know, pretty much just do whatever they feel like, um, you know, unless it happens in a tunnel. Uh, but, but look, Michigan, uh, they got the break, uh, on what should have been offensive pass interference. This guy went out and blocked a, 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 res- a cornerback, allowing a receiver to catch the ball and be able to move it upfield. Uh, it's clearly a penalty. Illinois, uh, once again got screwed. Uh, Brett Bielema said they're going to practice, uh, how to beat offensive pass interference and not allow this to happen anymore. Uh, so, cause the Eli and I, uh, recognize that the real opponent when you play Michigan is the referee. Uh, but the only thing, uh, really notable about this uh, is the fact that Blake Corum's season could be over uh, and they got they got a game next week I mean a real game not a not a two-point win over Illinois uh, kind of game I'm talking Ohio State uh, and they're going to be playing at the horseshoe uh, I don't know and I don't see Michigan having a good time at the horseshoe yeah I, I think they're going to have yeah I, I think khaki pants uh, is going to have his get caught with his pants down uh, not literally. Uh, he's a stand-up guy. Uh, that's why he typically doesn't have wrinkles in his pants. But yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, if Cor- if Corm's gone, there's no chance. Their whole. I mean, you got a, a carousel quarterback thing going on. You got some good guy. But, but uh, yeah, I, I'm with you there, though. And then, oh, you know, oh, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, it's gonna be a good game. If you ask me, it's gonna be a good game. I don't know. I don't know. C.J. Stroud's gonna show up. Uh, he, he should, you know, this is the big game. This is the game he, he, he has to win. This is the game that will give him the Heisman. This will be the game that will give him first round draft, you know, first overall draft pick. This is the game he has to show out in. You know, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he can go to the conference championship and do good there. He can go maybe win a national championship, but if he does not beat Michigan within an inch of his life, he's just going to be looking like uh, just a little, uh, play around little thing that don't make no sense. That's what's going to happen to him. He's got to get out there. He's got, he's got to strangle him. He's got to take Michigan by the neck, take the Wolverines by the neck and strangle him. That's what uh, he, he can't has to strangle do. Wolverine. Yeah. They're too slippery. I mean, they're going to, they're going to slide right out like Jim Harbaugh does every season when he fails to win anything. Uh, but yet his contracts continues. Uh, the Mich- it's the Michigan way, honestly. I mean, you know, you just continue to give everyone and hope uh and then and then slowly slink away when you uh suffer devastating defeat to end the season uh but i, I see michigan's future is probably playing uh, alabama in some kind of bowl game on new year's day uh and watching bryce young uh do what cj stroud's gonna do and that's throw the ball all over him uh but i tell you what uh alabama played football yesterday and it was a uh, it was not impressive. Uh, I'll put it that way. Like Austin P gave them all they could handle. Austin P got three turnovers. Austin P was only down 17 at the half and had a shot. Uh, and that's where Alabama football is this year. For anyone listening who supports that program, uh, you've got problems. Uh, and, and look, you might want to get Austin P, uh, coaches on that staff because, uh, only somebody appears to know how to coach football and it's not whoever is at Alabama. Yeah, thanks for covering the uh, the Yankees playing the the New Jersey Bearcats uh, single A 
Uh, the yeah. pizza wrap. I mean, the it has to wraps. happen, Tommy. Yeah, it has yeah. to happen. Everybody in college football yeah. is always talking about Nick Saban, the greatest of all time, this and that. But nobody cares about the games because they're always boring. Uh, and the only time it's ever interesting is when they lose. But they almost lost a game yesterday. Uh, if you ask their, I'm uh, sure if you ask your fans, uh, how does it feel to win by, you know, 30 points over Austin P. That. I don't. I don't think they'd be celebrating in the streets. I'll put it that way. Uh, unlike unlike Shane Beamer, what Shane Beamer and uh, and these guys got going on. Yeah, uh, but they look, had, another yeah, game. They, they had a we, statement to make. Alabama's not trying to make a statement. They're trying to rest the players. They already got in a bowl. where Alabama was going to play whatever bowl. I want to say this. Okay, I want to say. I want to say congratulations to Oklahoma for getting into a bowl. They're six and five now. They beat uh, the, the Gundy machine there. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. We've already beat up on him a, a good bit. So Oklahoma's going to probably get into the Rolakwith Bowl or the Mayonnaise Bowl. Uh, go these bowls. Uh, I, I want to make mention too of this. Uh, uh, Crystal Ball down in Miami. He's got to figure out. Uh, he better be on a plane right now recruiting his tail off. You better be finding a way. He need he needs to be cloning himself with some kind of Miami technology and get some kids to come and play. Uh, Jacoy Brown, uh, you put him in there because you're like, oh, this guy did a get uh, great against Georgia Tech. Yeah, but now you're going to put him in against Clemson because you know Van Dyke. You're not sure he's, if he's healthy and the Garcia was throwing pit, whatever. But uh, that one, you, you got a guy on that team like Cameron Kitchens who had three picks last week, and he's got 13 tackles in this game. So you got some players that know how to make plays right down in Miami. But uh, I, I don't know. They're still going to go there. Um, they're going to go to the Tony the Tiger Bowl or the, the Gasparilla Bowl or something like that. Um, so congratulations, I guess, to them for – Probably good into the, the worst ACC bowl that they're going to be, uh, if they even make it, if they beat Pitt. But, um, I don't, I just, the, the um, Tony Tiger Bowl is the, uh, the Sun Bowl. Yeah, I was like they end up there probably against UCF. Uh, Gus Malzahn had a little stumble yesterday uh, against a service academy. Uh, apparently didn't didn't uh, recognize and respect the military the way that a man should. Uh, suffers uh, a, a defeat after uh, after having a bunch of big wins, uh, which uh, basically proves my point about this season. There are no good football teams in college football. It is, it is only uh, whatever happened in uh, the last 60 minutes happens. There's no excuses. There's no good coaches. Uh, there's really no good teams other than, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe one. One or two, all right? I'll give you one or I'll give you one or two good teams. I, I got I got good teams qualifying uh, as Hawaii Rainbow Warriors uh, and uh, most likely LSU uh, unless unless you comes down to a kick and then they're screwed. But uh, yeah, they still got to play A and M and A and M's going to try to blow some smoke on them. And all these tricks that they're doing. I disagree with you there, pal. I think your argument is full of holes in it. I think that there's more, more, uh, pull, pull barity, not pull barity. I'm thinking polar bears. Uh, the pull, pull, uh, there's a, a polar, a polarized, polaroid thing going on with the teams now where it's like the NFL. Um, but, uh, yeah. So no, but I don't think, but I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to downplay the Tony Tiger Bowl. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I think any team would be lucky to go to some of these bowls. I don't know if you've seen the, um, yeah, uh, some. You ever seen the El Paso Stadium? I mean, I I have not been there that I remember, but you know, there's a lot of things that happened back in the day where I was at a bunch of different uh, 
playoff games and bowl oh, you games. Remember, that you would remember this. Uh, did, did they basically. You, you but, I mean, you, but, you know, I was a little, uh, you know, under the, you know, uh, weather, hint, hint, nudge, nudge on some of the places I went back in the day, back in the 80s, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I probably was there. I probably went to a couple. You were uh, there. Three or four. Yeah, you, you, you uh, were there. Basically, you look at a picture of this stupid stadium. It's like they just shoved it in between two giant trash mounds that uh, that had a little fuzz grow on them, and now they call them hills. Like, seriously, this is like, you know, you're at the game, and you're like, why are there seagulls flying around? Like, and you're like, we're like a thousand miles away from the ocean. And there's seagulls, and you're like, uh, oh, yeah, because we're on the site of a city dump. Because, like, uh, you remember, like, you're parking. You're like, you have to pay parking by weighing your car when you go in and when you come out. That's how, like, this play. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sorry. I, I think El Paso, Texas El Paso, great program. But, uh, yeah, you got, I mean, you can't put a stadium in a city dump and, uh, start hosting bowls there and bring Tony the Tiger. Like, he's going to come and clean up the situation. Like, you're going to find, like, a broom in your next, uh, box of Frosted Flakes. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to get sidetracked there. I just, you know, my yeah. thing is, I, I mean, there's a lot of great history of stadiums being built on dumps. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think you're just, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, the American dream, and, and you're just disgracing and, and pissing all over it. Uh, because look, a lot of these people, they own these dumps, and they love to see them uh, turn into something beautiful. And that's yeah. what I mean. You know, that's that's kind of like the history of college football. I mean, you just you go to random cities around the country uh you build it and they will come who cares if it was a dump or a burial ground or what it was uh you know if it can hold uh grass and seats it it is uh considered a masterpiece uh and and look el paso is full of masterpieces that we all know about that uh but look another place full of masterpieces i want to talk about uh that's that's arkansas arkansas is a masterpiece uh the razorbacks and sam Pittman. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, they, they should be honestly like bronze, uh, they should be bronze gods. I mean, Razorback Nation, uh, yeah. a, a big, uh, Tommy Crenshaw support group, uh, went out and, and kicked the crap at, uh, Lane Kiffin yesterday. Uh, and I, I was happy to see it. I mean, honestly, Lane Kiffin's getting, uh, you know, everybody's talking about he's the next guy at Auburn and he's supposed to be this and that. Uh, this guy can't beat Sam Pittman. Uh, and you want that to be the guy you're going to hire. Yeah, come on, Sam Pippen. I did, but uh, he's haunted by the ghost. I said, uh, congratulations to Drew Sanders, uh, because uh, they're like, okay, good thing we got through with Alabama. We 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 weathered that embarrassment. Uh, but then you got a, a former transfer from Alabama. He used to play de- uh, defensive end. Now he's uh, he said, wait a minute, isn't that an Alabama player? Sticks his paw up and gets an interception. You're getting beat by Alabama when you're not playing Alabama. So there you go. Congratulations, uh, to Mr. Jetlag. Uh, have to catch a different flight to go home. Probably that's you're gonna be. I mean, imagine if Ole Miss leaves you on the runway there in 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 uh, Rogers, excuse Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, man, Lane Kiffin is a hell of an offensive coordinator. I will give him that. I mean, the guy had 700 yards of offense. They had two guys run for over 200 yards each. But they only made 27 points out of this. 700 yards, 27 points. You figure it out. It, it blows my mind. I mean, honestly, it, it's not, I don't even understand it. They only punted the ball twice yesterday. 
Uh, they, they basically were unstoppable. They ran 89 plays. Uh, they exhausted the Razorbacks and, however, could not score 30 points. Uh, hey, yo, it, it, it was, you know, it's that whole thing, you know, like they, the, the, the defense is like bend and not break. Ben, don't bust. It's like, hey, 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 oh, you want, you want, hey, you want this, uh, uh, 70 yard run? Here's a 70 yard run. You're not getting in the end zone, though. You know, I mean, you, I mean, you can run. We're going to stop you before the end zone. Then we're going to hold you. You're going to get a field goal. That's all you get. That's all you get. Nothing else. And I mean, I think that's what they did all day long. They just let them throw. They let, they let, uh, all the, the quarterback arm get tired. They let the running backs legs get tired so they couldn't run as much. But you know, hey, 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 Ben, but don't break. And that, that's all it did. You know, I mean, you know, but what I'm looking forward to, what I'm looking for is, is, is when Ole Miss and Tulane play in some bowl. That's, that's going to be the game. Oh, that's going to be the game. Exactly. Ole yeah, Miss, and, 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 Ole Miss and Tulane. Cause Tulane, yo, that, that guy that destroyed the SMU, uh, Mustangs, but that's going to be the game. That's going to be the game I'm looking for. I'm going to go ahead and get my tickets for it. Hey, 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 mark my words. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. The Green Wave is coming to a mid-tier bowl somewhere in this country, and we're all here to see it. Hey, hey, hey. Green Wave is going to wipe out those old Miss Rebels. And that's it in the game. Thanks for clicking. You tuned in to Time In with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, Tommy Crenshaw, Anthony North, TTFN.